You are listening to The Lift Mindset, where we provide an update from the experts. The aim of our podcast is to inform, educate and entertain. We will be sharing our views on current trends and predictions for 2021 about the industries the Lift Financial Group cover. Today, we have Keith Marcroft, financial planner at Lift Financial, talking about the steps involved with working with a financial planner and explaining what cash flow planning is and how it is a great tool to measure and create a financial plan. Cash flow planning is not regulated by the FCA. My name's Keith Marcroft. I'm one of the financial planners at Lyft Financial in Altrincham. Hi Keith. Hi Ellie. How do you get financial advice and what are the stages in the process? Well the most important thing Ellie first and foremost is to find yourself a financial advisor and that sounds easy but it might not necessarily be the case. In my experience the best thing you can do is to get a referral so ask your friends and family, ask people that you know if they know a good financial advisor because I think a reference is a very powerful thing. We get most of our clients through references from other clients but assuming you're not able to do that a great place to start is to go on the web put in www.unbiased.co.uk put in your postcode and that will then give you a list of the financial advisors in your area the next thing you should do is maybe have a little look at their websites see whether you like the information that they're providing you online and then once you're armed with that the final check is to go to the government website so if you then type into the search engine fca register and then what that will then bring up a national register the government's national register of financial advisors and then you want to make sure that you double check the firm that you've found through your search and your efforts and double check that they are on that register because that's a very important thing to make sure that they are a legitimate business so that's the first place to start and once you've got your financial advisor then you'll move on to the various stages from there on the process is quite simple really you probably have a first and initial conversation with the advisor those meetings should always be free and without any obligation you'll have that conversation and they would try to draw out of you a little bit of information in the first instance and then just allow you to have a first indication of what the costs might be and how long the process might take. I think sometimes clients underestimate just how detailed the process has to be to make sure that it's done properly and thoroughly. The next step would be the advisor would then gain your authority to gather and hold your personal information. They do that through a letter of authority. They'd write to you and ask you to sign a document that we can then use and send off to the providers that you're currently invested with. The next step would be a very detailed conversation with that person to make sure that you've got every single piece of information you're likely to need. It's a strange meeting sometimes because you ask questions that clients very often are quite surprised by when you're asking them, but there's there's method in the madness for all of them. It just means that it makes sure you can build a really good financial picture of that person. The next step would be then providing formal written advice. We don't provide advice over the phone and we won't provide it verbally. It's important to make sure that when we offer advice, we demonstrate that we've covered all the bases, we've looked at all of the pros and cons involved and that our advice is thorough and detailed and the best way and only way that we believe to do that is to do that in writing. If you're happy with the advice that's been offered to you, you accept that advice and we do that again formally. And the next step would be for us to implement those recommendations and then monitor them on an ongoing basis. So they're the kind of steps that are involved. What does the information gathering part consist of? The fact-finding meeting takes about an hour and the purpose of it is to try to gather as much information as possible. So that's your opportunity to give your advisor as much information as you have to hand. The more information you provide, the more accurate your advice will be. Also, the information is gathered to create your cash flow model. Your cash flow model is a tool that we use in the financial planning process. 
So what is cash flow planning? Well, cash flow planning, Ellie, is effectively a means by which you can produce sort of a pictorial view of your finances. It's a tool that allows us to take all the value of your current plans and benefits and to put those into a model that we can then put on the screen and share with you. And it maps out how those investments might grow. And we also build into that various assumptions. So what inflation might be, expected growth rates, and we can manipulate that information information, which is the most important thing. So the best way to look at it is really it's a financial snapshot of your current circumstances. And then we build into that what your objectives might be. And then we can see whether the arrangements that you've currently got are going to allow you to meet those objectives. So how does it help? Well, it helps in a number of ways. The first is we input the information that we've gathered from the fact finding meeting, and it allows us to then provide a sort of a pictorial representation of what your your current bond values and plans and assets are likely to provide you with in the future. So that's a very useful tool It's on its own right. The second thing that we would then use it for is we would use it to then have a conversation around what your objectives are. So if your particular arrangements that you have might allow you to retire at 75 on £20,000 a year, that might not be your objective. Your objective might be to retire at 65 years old on 30,000. So it gives you a useful snapshot as to what your current benefit are going to provide. The second thing, of course, they then allow you to do is to say, well, if it doesn't meet your objectives, what do you have to do in order to meet those objectives? Do you have to save a bit more? Do you have to take a bit more risk with those investments? Do you need to spend a little less in retirement or do you need to move your retirement from 65 to 68 or 70, whatever it might be? So it allows you to do those simple manipulations to sort of really produce a really useful objective. And then also other things that it can do, it can take your investments and it can look over time and then it can stress test them. So we can look to see uh, what would happen if there was a catastrophic market event, for example. So it's very, very useful to be able to incorporate that into the plan. And we can do lots of other things. We can use it to calculate based on your current plan values. We can look at it and say, right, what would it provide if you didn't do anything between now and retirement? what is it likely to provide you with? It's got lots and lots of very useful features and we do it sharing a screen with our clients. Of course, there's no guarantees any of these things. It's a snapshot in time and we have to make certain assumptions for inflation and growth and so on. But they're reasonably good guesses, if you like, and a great place to start. You know, every client that we've used it with has found it beneficial. There are those clients where once we've input their information, it provides them with this pictorial view of what their retirement might look like. That in itself can be quite helpful, even if the outcome is not exactly what they were hoping for. One of the most important aspects is that if you address these things early enough and you make changes that are recommended, then it can help you reach those desired objectives. So that's the most important tool for it really, is to look at what you've got and allow you to make those changes. So every client, whether we input them and they are disappointed by what they've got, they then find it very helpful if you then say, ah, yes, but if you increase the risk, if you put another little bit of extra money into your pension and you retire a little bit later and spend a wee bit less, you will be able to retire at that point on that much money. And and that's very, very helpful. The other thing might be I've had a number of clients where we put all the information in and they are on target to meet their objective. That's a really nice situation to have. It takes a, a real weight off you when you sort of know that you've objectives and things that you've set and the efforts that you've made to save for retirement have actually had a positive benefit and, and it looks like you're likely to achieve them. 
Uh, and then we've had some clients where we've input the information and it's been dramatically different to what they were expecting. And it has been quite hard for them to, to swallow. But again, like I say, with that first client, you know, having a conversation around, but if you make the following changes, you'd be able to get to somewhere near what you're looking for. That certainly helps. And even if clients have to contribute a bit more, they'll often do it if they can see the benefits that it has. That's great. Thanks, Keith. Thanks very much, Ellie. Thank you for listening. We hope you have learned something new today from our experts. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website www.lift-financial.com or search for Lift-Financial on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram. Don't forget to like and subscribe to hear more from the Lift Mindset.